0: No one's gonna tell me how I'm gonna boogie Come on, everybody boogie appa tonight
1: No one's gonna tell me how I'm gonna boogie Come on, everybody boogie appa tonight No one's gonna tell me how to boogie Come on, everybody boogie appa tonight go the daily boogie podcast ladies and gentlemen boys and girls and it's the big redraw yes bumpy the boogie bumper butt plug will find a home tonight of that i am convinced we are going to make it happen we are going to send that poor little boy to a one very privileged very private very personal back passage tonight live here on the show in just a few minutes time thank you for joining us hope you had a lovely day because i certainly have Besides that, we've also got the usual stuff. So much to get through in so little time. Uh, If you'd like to become a full-time supporter of the show, then please, by all means, head to patreon.com slash bumper. Become a subscriber by hitting that subscribe button on your preferred podcast player. And, of course, if you'd like to tell me about your prison pocket or maybe that you can breathe for your pussy, then you can do so by following me on Twitter at boogiebumper. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. Very exciting, because this time I know, I know that the Daily Boogie Butt Plug is going to a home today. (laughs) I've made adjustments to the wheel of fate, the wheel of fortune. Can I say wheel of fortune? I don't want to get, I don't want to get in trouble. But anyway, thank you for joining us, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. I'm not going to keep you too long. We do have other stuff to get through after we do the draw. But for now, let's let's just get right into it, shall we? The second attempt, the final attempt of giving away this fucking butt plug. <laughs> thank you for joining us, ladies. And gentlemen. If you'd like to leave a tip during tonight's proceedings. The preferred method is, of course, head to slash boogie bumper, get some of those soury little lemons, and leave those slippery little succulent suckers in my fruit bowl. Or you can hit the link down below streamlabscom boogie bumper. Let's do this. Let's go. All right. Now, I've made a couple of adjustments to the wheel. Uh, somebody changed their name from, uh, you know, but they're still in the competition, but they're just, they changed their dlive name, so I changed that. Amberlina, we took one of the Amberlinas off the wheel because the deal was the next time we do the draw, you get two entries. But we've done that now, so now you're back to one. We're even. Katie Reed with the diamond. Thank you so much for joining us. Holy shit! Winning TV with the Ninja Genie dropping a genie in our lap, says, a little palm grease never hurts. Hell, politicians do it. Why not me? You need to give the genie to the wheel, though. Giving the genie to me doesn't really doesn't really work. I just I just want to. This is not like to encourage or anything like that. But when we got the Ninjet a couple of weeks ago from Woodchip TV, it still it remains as the only time I've ever seen a Ninjet go off in any D live show. Maybe I'm watching the wrong shows. But a couple of people said you need to change the Ninjet alert because it was too short. It wasn't it wasn't dramatic enough. So if you'd like. I'll show you what we now have for a Ninjet. I did change it, but I guarantee you, we're never going to have another one. Here's a Ninjet now. Oh, After the diamond, thank you for the diamond, Gypsy. Bandit just steals the diamond, Gypsy. Ah, oh, it's been logged out. Hang on. I want to show you my new thing. Come on now. Because the D live thing, the D live thing for all your alerts and stuff, it likes to it likes to log you out every five minutes for whatever reason. I, I don't know. But it makes it very difficult to do things on the fly. No sneak no sneak preview, says Lou Ferrigno. But I want to play it because it's fun. <laughs> okay, because I people did say you've got to change it, man. That's pathetic for a ninjet. Okay, so here's now now's the ninjet sound. Money, money. Money, 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 money,
0: money, 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 motherfucker. Money on my motherfucking mind. Cut five haircuts at the same time. White gold pants, get scheme and a wire. Wild, wild, bust a valve and
1: get money. Okay. It's dumb and I love it. Alright, where are we? Let's Let's do this draw. Let's find Bumpy a little home. We've got to bring up our Eastern European... Uh, porno theatre music. Here we go. Alright. Let's do it. So SoCal Chris is off the wheel. Amberlina, you're only on the wheel once. Um, and somebody else had their name changed from Desert Cat to Over Edge, whatever. The rules are as follows. If you are not in the room, if you are not in one of the chats, so it doesn't even have to be the D-Live one. Kevin Gallego with the diamond. Thank you for joining. It says, "Shalvin killed Floyd because he forgot about Smens. Very true. Never forget about Smens. Remember your training officer. You can do this. Don't forget. Smens. So you don't have to be in the DLive chat room. You've just got to be in one of them. Periscope, Twitch, DLive or YouTube, ladies and gentlemen. When 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 the final name is read, if you're not here to claim your prize, it will go back to the next person who is here. Whoever that may be. So let's roll. Nobody wants to be the first name off the wheel. You know how this goes. Let's do it. Who's the first unlucky punter here tonight? For the butt plug. Slowing down, slowing down. It's going to be Coffee Talk with Sandra. Unfortunately. Bye-bye, Sandra. Good luck, everyone. Let's roll. Remember your trading. It's going to be Major Tom, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> well, that solves a problem. Because I was speaking to Major Tom before the show, and he's like, well, I'm not going to miss it. If I win it, I'm not going to be able to be on the show tonight. I can't, I can't tune in, so I'm going to have to, you know, hand it over. The wheel has a way of sorting things out, doesn't it? The wheel knows. The wheel knows, ladies and gentlemen. Let's go. down, slowing down, it's gonna be Nightwave Radio, unfortunately for Mersh, no little present for his little goblin French queen today, unfortunately, no little package for her back pocket, let's keep going, follow Mersh by the way, Nightwave Radio, dlive.tv slash Nightwave Radio. Who do we have? Who do we have? Who do we have? Constitutionally. We say goodbye. Oh, no. Not Hillbilly Harry. No. No, Hillbilly Harry. Ah. I would have liked to have seen Hillbilly Harry win it. I would have loved to have sent a butt plug to a guy named Hillbilly Harry. (laughs) Unfortunately, fate stood in the way. JJ Stoner in the chat. Follow JJ, by the way, dlive.tv slash JJ Stoner. Old lady is starting to sweat now. She understands that if Kitty B wins, she's getting a surprise delivery. (laughs) (laughs) Let's go. It's very tense. As the names fall off the wheel, the wedges get bigger. KB with a diamond. Thank you for joining us. Oh, no. Why censored? Why censored? it will be very happy that she's out of the drawer, I think. <laughs> I don't think she really wants it. <laughs> Let's keep going. Who's going to be next? Who's going to be the unlucky punter? Oh. No, Steph. Stefan Sears, ladies and gentlemen, you sent myself flaccid. Somebody who really needs a butt plug very badly. Ladies, get in touch with you sent myself flaccid. (laughs) He's not picky. Trust me. All right, let's go. Slowing down, slowing down. Scott Vogler. Unfortunately for Scott Vogler. It does look as though, however, that a lot of people who aren't in the chat are being eliminated early on in the competition. Does this mean we are going to have a live winner? I certainly hope so. I really do want that whoever wins it to be in the chat when it goes off. Let's go. <laughs> Cabaret. Bumpy does not merely go to the one who wants it. Bumpy will only be granted to the one meant to wield it. <laughs> Oh, no, not Woodchip TV. Dropper of Ninjets, Woodchip TV. We say goodbye, Brave Prince. Let's carry on. Getting down to the business end now. It's getting real now. Those wedges are getting bigger. Oh, no, not Kitty V. Ah. Kitty V, no. An old lady stoner can breathe a sigh of relief. <laughs> well, thank my lucky stars. No butt plug for me. <laughs> Kitty me? unfortunately. She's out. She's out of there. Let's keep going. If you're still on the wheel, best of luck to you. Slowing down. Slowing down. Oh, no. Not gypsy. Where did you steal the butt plug, Gypsy? You will have to steal a butt plug, Gypsy. Because you will not be winning a butt plug today, Gypsy. Unfortunately, who have we got left? Joy of Pessy, Mr. Beard of Truth, Jenny B, Monica, Overedge, Amberlina, Coherent Nonsense, Scorn, Follow Q, UK Neil, Andrew Jackson, Doc Martin, Winning TV, Irrational Times, still on the wheel. Plenty of people still on the wheel, Coherent Nonsense. Let's go. It's getting intense now. Kitty B. I already have one. I was going to send it to JJ. <laughs> oh, no, 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 no. No, no, no. No, 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 no. Irrational Times. He's out of there. Apologies, Irrational Times. Follow Irrational Times, by the way. YouTube, D Uh The Blown Gasket on Twitter. Musical genius. Creator of the uh, intro song that we use here on the show. Terrible, terrible stuff this. This is a heart This is heartbreaking. I wish everybody could get a butt plug. I really do. But that's not the way the wheel works. The wheel of fate. It's not the wheel of fortune, it's the wheel of death. Let's go. The wheel of poverty. Slowing down, slowing down, slowing down, it's going to Oh, when it just. When it just does those one tick overs, that's the worst. Monica, we say goodbye to Monica. Let's keep going. I think we're down to about close to the last dozen or so. Mr. Beard of Truth. Oh! Friend of the show, Mr. Beard of Truth. He's out of there. Who have we got left? Joy of Pessy, Fascist Hippie, Winning TV, Doc Martin, Andrew Jackson, UK, Neil. Uh, the Iceman, Follow cue, scorned, Coherent Nonsense, Amberlina, and Overedge. It's getting real now. Those wedges are really fat now. No, 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 no. Joy of Pessy. Oh, that was brutal. I thought it's going to tick over. It won't tick over. It'll stop. It'll tick. It'll stop. It'll tick. It ticked. It ticked. And Joy of Pessy is tacked. He's out of there. Oh, sorry. Apologies to Joy of Pessy. Joy of Pessy in the chat. can't. <laughs> brutal. Brutal. Savage. This wheel takes no prisoners. Let's go. You've got some big names left on the big board. Slowing down. Oh, no. Coherent nonsense, ladies and gentlemen. Coherent nonsense was down to the last two. The last time we drew. So if we had have done it under the previous rules, I think coherent nonsense would have won the butt plug. But unfortunately, life's a bitch. (laughs) Coherent nonsense. We say goodbye. So long, sir. Valiant effort. Let's keep going. Is going to be the next unlucky punter here. <gasps> oh, oh, scorned. Unfortunately, we say goodbye to Scorn. So close. So close. And I know Scorned really wanted this. So I, I'm very sad. But we keep rolling. Only a few names left now. No, not Andrew Jackson! Damn it! All of my favourites are getting ripped off the wheel! <laughs> What's happening here? This is heartbreaking! Andrew Jackson, the best mod on YouTube. To be fair, it's probably better that a mod didn't win it. <laughs> you know, insider trading, whatever. Slowing down, slowing down, winning TV, unfortunately. No butt plug for our Yankee friend, Phil D'Angelo, but his comrade, Doc Martin, remains on the wheel. <laughs> but I don't see her in the chat, so she might if she's not in the chat, she won't win it. Unsubbed and reported from Andrew Jackson. <laughs> We're learning Boogie's favourites.
0: <laughs> You're all my
2: favourites.
1: <laughs> Who have we got left? Slowing down, slowing down, over ed- it, It's going to be over edge, formerly known as Desert Cat. The name change didn't fool the wheel. If that was your game, if you thought by changing your name, you would fool the gods, guess again. Who have we got left? We're down to the last seven, ladies and gentlemen. Jenny B, Fascist Hippie, Doc Martin, UK Neil, Iceman, Follow Q and Amberlina. Let's go again. Where will it stop? Nobody knows. It looks like it's going to be the Iceman, Rusty. Unfortunately for Rusty, he's off the wheel. We're down to the last six. Let's go. Thank you for the host, Mersh, Nightwave Radio. Like I said before, follow Mersh, dlive.tv slash Nightwave Radio. Thank you for hosting. Six remain. (laughs) As our Eastern European porno theatre music plays on, Who will be the next unlucky punter to say goodbye? Slowing down, slowing down, slowing down, slowing down... Fascist Hippie! Thank you for coming! I'll see you in hell! Oh, Fascist Hippie says goodbye. A terrible tragedy. Let's keep rolling. Look how big those wedges are. It's almost impossible not to be knocked out now. Here we go. Is it going to get around? It's going to get around. Fuke, Neil, Gone. So sorry about Gov. Better luck next time. All right. You know what I mean? The last four, ladies and gentlemen. Now, I don't see follow Q in the chat. I don't see Jenny B in the chat. She'll be very disappointed because <laughs> Jenny B was terribly excited about her chances of winning this thing. If she is not in the chat when this thing goes off, she will never forgive me. <laughs> It'll be my fault because she's a woman. We've also got Doc Martin, who is also not in the chat, I don't think. So if you're a friend of one of these people, follow Q, Jenny B, Doc Martin, you need to get in touch with them now and say they've got about two minutes to show up. Otherwise, Amber Lena is going to win. Amberlina's there. She's here. She's ready. She's waiting for it. I'm not going to drag it out. We're just going to do it. That wouldn't be fair. But they have until the last spin to show up and claim it. Follow Q's gone. Maybe the wheel will take care of it. Follow Q is out. We're down to the final three, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, it's cutthroat. i'm sweating my palms are sweaty oh no jenny b down to the last three and she's out of there (laughs) it's gonna be between doc martin (laughs) doc martin (laughs) our our sweet as our sickly sweet friend from texas who is so sweet, it makes you sick because she's so nice to everyone all the time, no matter what. And leader who's it gonna be? Well, Doc Martin's got about 15 seconds to get in this room. Otherwise, we're gonna have a winner here tonight, ladies and gentlemen. But maybe the wheel will take care of it. Emberlina's like, I'm still here. <laughs> Well, Amberlina's knocked out, but where's the Doc? The Doc's not here. She's not here. So one more spin, and it's going to be Amberlina, ladies and gentlemen. The final spin. She's got about three seconds to show up. That's it. That's it. Doc Martin was not here to claim the prize. So, ladies and gentlemen, the winner of the Daily Boogie Butt Plug is friend of the show. longtime OG listener. Amberlina, ladies and gentlemen, round of applause for our winner tonight, Amberlina. She wins. (laughs) Amberlina with a diamond says, my puppy. Bumpy is going to a good home. There you have it. How about that? How about the story of this butt plug going to Amberlina? What an incredible... They'll make a movie about this competition one day. So for a little bit of background, uh, Amberlina entered the draw to win the the glass dildo a few weeks ago. But I must have... When I was putting the names down, I accidentally missed her. So she didn't show up on the wheel. She got in touch and said, Hey, man, I nominated. I wasn't on the wheel. That's bullshit. So I said, look, here's what we'll do. For the very next draw, I'll give you two entries instead of one. I offered to, like, buy her a shirt or something from the store. She said, no, 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 that's, that's okay, don't worry about it. And I said, well, we've got to do something here. We've got to bring the universe back into balance. This is what I'm telling you about the wheel. The wheel knows shit. You send myself flaccid with a diamond, says, sad that this, this is so entertaining, bravo. <laughs> exactly, Katie Reid with the diamonds. It was meant to be Amberlina. So she got two entries on the wheel last week. Both entries were knocked out. SoCal Chris won the butt plug, but SoCal Chris didn't want it. So it's like, okay, well, let's redraw it then. So we took one of the names for Amberlina off the wheel because we've we've we brought balance to the force by having her two goes in the previous draw where she didn't win. She goes back to one name on the redraw and takes the fucking butt plug home. How about that? (laughs) It was meant to be. The wheel knows. Oh, fate. Fate has a way of working things out. There you have it, ladies and gentlemen. The proud winner of the Daily Boogie Butt Plug. Let's see. I'll, I'll bring it up. Show him what he's won, Bob. <laughs> Where is this fucking thing? I'll get you in touch with uh, Ian Michael, our glass, our glass master. Here we have it. Ladies and gentlemen. Bumpy. The Daily Boogie Butt Plug is going to a fine, a very safe home, a very welcome home. There it is. <laughs> Evelyn's in the chat. Evil, Evil Ian will take care of you. As you know, I don't want to know where you live. I don't, know, I don't want to know your, your details, your postal address or anything like that. Why censored with the tip?
3: Congrats to both Doc Martin and
2: Amberlina.
1: Congrats to both of them. Yes, congratulations. What she sent us here? <laughs>
2: hey,
0: I ain't putting no boogie
1: in nobody, but that's nasty. Yes, man. you what are. You boogie, boogie, in boogie in your butt, but. got you your mind, or something for the jam, or doing something like that. Well, Step aside, my friend, I've been doing it for years. I say, sit on down, open your eyes, and open up your ears, say, put up, dream, in your butt. There you have it. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, thank you for the diamond, Evelina, she says, your queen. (laughs) The Daily Boogie Butt Plug is finally finding a home. (laughs) Nightwave Radio, thank you for the diamond, Nightwave Radio, ladies and gentlemen. With that, I'll take a quick five-minute break just to, to cleanse the palate. Let's bring our heart rates back down. I'll take the break early, and then straight after that, we'll get back into the regular show, But a few minutes to digest what happened. The little one of a kind genuine, authentic, made in America, handmade, hand-curated, daily boogie butt plug is going to a very special back passage somewhere in Texas to the proud owner of Amberlina. Ladies and gentlemen, absolutely sensational. That went exactly the way I thought it would. (laughs) Okay. Stick around. We'll take a quick five-minute break, and then we'll go right through to the end of the show. You're on the Daily Boogie. That was the Daily Boogie butt plug draw. Uh, Stick around and we'll see you in five.
4: So check it out Idiot
1: boogie bumper, idiot boogie bumper, idiot boogie bumper, idiot boogie bumper, idiot boogie bumper, idiot. Really giving that one a workout, come on. (laughs) DLife.tv slash JJ Stoner, and we love JJ here on the show.
4: It's the JJ Stoner Spring Collection. The perfect attire for any and every occasion you can think of this season. Like we were in the mosh pit full of sweat and everyone's slapping, hitting, and pulling on you. This shit won't rip. Lunch at your favorite cafe? Brunch with the girls? These stylish ensembles will give you the confidence you need to look and feel your best. Or if you're getting arrested for possession, it comes with a built-in, police-stick-proof body armor. Keep swinging, pigs! Call now, and your order will come with a complimentary ounce of that dankest bubblegum slur cane that the South has to offer. But don't forget the wall tapestry! If you need to cover your wall, it works!
5: I my- I hope your next hat is a bullet. Jesus <laughs> Christ! What are you fucking Asian dick crazy?
6: You. You have to ruin my evening. Like I was just gonna just listen, you know, listen to my bud do their show, and
7: you, you got to you just gotta do that. Without <laughs> <laughs> the hat, <laughs> so you're not enjoying it. No. <laughs>
1: Dude, Asian oh, Dick, secretly you enjoy it. You look no. like you're going undercover in, in Argentina, but
4: it's
7: not working. I hate you. <laughs> I hate you. Oh, come on, you secretly kind of- love it.
5: No, no, I openly hate it. <laughs> <laughs>
0: And there you have it. Uh, so,
1: subscribe to the Sunday Night Shit Show at YouTube.com/slash Sunday Night Shit Show, and uh, hope to see you there on Sunday nights.
0: Bye. Feeling depressed? Need someone to tell you it's not okay? Do you like goth public access TV? Then join me for the Big Empty every Sunday at noon. Major underscore Tom on DLive, with zeros for O's, because everything in your life is that
2: difficult.
8: Hey Patriots, this is your favorite southerner, Doc Martin. Just wanted to remind you to put on your calendars to join me and your favorite near to wheel Yankee, Bill D'Angelo, on Saturday nights, beginning with promises kept at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, followed by the speakeasy with all of your favorite Patriots. You never know what we might cuss and discuss.
7: Yankee, you've some irreverent fun. So be sure to join us on Twitch, Periscope, DLive, or YouTube. That's right, Doc. Follow us at Winning TV on all of those channels. So be
8: sure to put it on your calendar. We'll be looking for you. We'll leave the porch light on.
1: I still think it's irrelevant fun. But why are you farming for coins when you have a heavy bag?
0: <laughs> There's a place to be. Bring- Go to watch old things All the warm fuzzy member Berries and rings It's a special little spot Left away on D-Live Enjoy the joy of Pessy can be old movies And old cartoons We hope to see you over there very soon It's our special little spot Left away on D-Live Enjoy the joy of Pessy when we were kids and there wasn't any school We'd sit and watch all the best cartoons Eating cereal till it was noon We
2: never thought that 30 years
4: later
0: It'd still be cool Saturday night and cheesy movies The ones that used to show us boobies. It's our special little spot tucked away on delight Enjoy the joy of The joy
2: of
4: This Justin, the global officials that can help all, also known as Got You, have now banned all boogieing and boogie-related movements worldwide. Public safety is the main concern, they say, and people are reminded that boogieing is contagious. Anyone caught boogieing will be dealt with in the harshest terms, police have reported.
2: Right Sometimes up.
4: this world can get you down There's just one thing you can do You gotta get back up And shake your coal around No one's gonna tell me how I'm gonna boogie Come on, everybody boogie bop tonight No one's gonna
1: tell me how I'm gonna boogie Come on, everybody boogie bop tonight No one's gonna tell me how to boogie Come on, everybody boogie bop tonight Coming back Second half of the program, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, boys and girls, it's the daily boogie podcast on a Wednesday night, I hope we found y'all well, thank you for joining us, and thank you for sticking around. As always, so much to get through in so little time. Uh, tonight's recommended drink, as always, cheap box wine. Tonight's recommended snack, Bland Brand No Name Crackers. This is the official Wine and Crackers broadcast on a Wednesday night here on DLive. Become a Patreon by going to Patreon. Follow me on Twitter by going to Twitter. And donate to the show by going to D-Live or streamlabs.com. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, as you all know, the last week or so has been dominated by one story in particular and one of the criticisms that i get on this program regularly from people who don't like me that much perish the thought (laughs) that's possible i have no idea but one of the criticisms i get regularly from people is why don't you talk about your own fucking country that's a that's a that's a regular one of course we do talk about australia here but you know I, i do commentary of things And in many ways, what happens in the United States, I've been saying this for years, what happens in the United States politically has more of an effect on us than our own politics because we are in the American sphere of influence. And, you know, Americans often say like, oh, I don't give a fuck about what happens in your country. Why do you care about what happens in my country? And I'm like, well, that's easy for you, though. (laughs) You don't have to care what happens in other countries. That's why you're the superpower, right? You don't really have to worry about what anybody else is doing. Unfortunately, we do, because whatever you do affects us. So we have to worry about you. You don't have to worry about us. But the topic of police brutality has been bubbling along for some time. And I thought this would be a grand opportunity to show you. Now, this is going to be very graphic for people. So fair warning. I was debating whether or not to show you this clip of australian police abusing people but i thought you know what no we have to do we have to do this right things have to come to light and if we're ever going to change the culture of the institution of policing for the better then turning away and pretending like it doesn't happen is not an option the only way to to clean this industry up is to shine a light on it so like i said fair warning what you're about to see is incredibly graphic it's disturbing and it's savage it's brutal so you decide if you want to watch it fine if you don't cover your eyes put your hands over your eyes or whatever walk out of the room come back in a few minutes yes very graphic very disturbing footage from the australian police force ladies and gentlemen it's the kind of police brutality that will make you guys talking about police brutality in the United States, it will make you blush with embarrassment at just how savage we are down here when it comes to policing. So, let me show you, without much, without further ado, let me show you this very disturbing clip from the Australian Police Force, ladies and gentlemen. Again, I'm not even sure if I want to show you, this, this could be the kind of thing that could get me into a lot of trouble. Because it's so graphic and so disturbing and so disgusting. But I can see a lot of names still in the chat, so you obviously want to see this. Uh, this should put things into a little perspective for you. Have a look at the Australian Police Force. What you're about to see here must not be allowed to continue. Oh, it would be nice if it played. Why, oh, God, I hate these fucking videos that don't do what they're supposed to bloody do. <laughs> of course. Of course. Let's try again, shall we? Ugh. Okay. Let's do it from the start. Like I said, very disturbing video. It's obviously the deep state. They don't want this to get out. we're supposed to be living in a society people in the chat are like I'm literally shaking <sighs> I just I, I, I don't even know anybody who is forced to see this if they aren't dead already I suspect they wish they were This is how you start a nationwide riot. I told you it was fucking graphic. (laughs) Cabaret, look at her. She's into it. these disgusting, filthy little creatures. How, how dare they? When we talk about police brutality, this should be the example that we hold up as something that should never, ever, ever be allowed in society, ladies and gentlemen. Absolutely disgusting. Oh, the humanity! Absolutely filthy. Um, <clears throat> Moving on. <laughs> Thankfully. Moving on. I do want to give myself a little pat on the back here for this next item. Uh, I'm just going to play you a little bit of yesterday's show. This is talking about the predictability of the corporate press, ladies and gentlemen. They are more predictable than fucking Sunrise. Have a listen to this from yesterday's program. That's This is why it's so stupid. Because it's so obvious. Now, clearly, at any... If any politician at any point, when asked a question, stands there for twenty seconds with a stupid fucking look on their face and doesn't know what to say or how to say, uh, 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 uh. they would they would be they would be slaughtered by the press, right? Just ju- just imagine, just imagine it was Trump, right? Donald Trump lost for words, can't ask, can't answer the hard question. Back back live, we we were talking about. Uh, this ridiculous clip of Justin Trudeau, he was asked a question about the fucking riots in the United States and stood there like a stunned mullet for 20 seconds and didn't say anything. Oh, Donald Trump feeling the pressure, struggling to find the right words, blah, 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 blah. But this is the game. Turning negatives into positives. And it's so, like we've said it so often, I see James R in the chat, my comrade, We said this so often on Trust and Verify, I lost fucking count. Once you see it, you can't unsee it. So what happens? This dipshit doesn't know what to say or how to say it. He stands there with his thumb up his ass for 20 seconds, which is an eternity, which is long enough to teach women how to breathe through their pussy, believe it or not. in relaxation. Just feel your body relaxing
8: deeper with every breath. Now, in a moment... I want you to imagine something very strange. Something very strange indeed. I want
1: you to imagine you can breathe through your pussy. Right? 20 seconds. (laughs) It's an eternity. So how do we turn this? Well, look, look. Justin Trudeau says nothing for 20 seconds. What a leader. There there are people responding to... This is bullshit with a and says that definitely wasn't a thumb in his ass, Huh? Ha ha. Ha ha. He was, he was breathing through his pussy. In a few moments, I'm going to get you to do something a little bit unusual. <laughs> I want you to imagine that you can breathe through your pussy. <laughs> Incidentally, this is me talking now in real time. This isn't the clip, but you get the idea, right? They're going to turn him into a fucking hero. They're going to say how this was great leadership. Blah, 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 blah. Met a boogie. So incidentally, I showed my wife that clip yesterday and as I'm describing it to her, I could see her face went from a smile to confusion to sheer horror. (laughs) And she's like, What? And I said, No, no, no. This guy does makes a living doing like sex audio recordings and he's like as part of he's like a hypnotist and as part of the recording, he's trying to teach the woman who's listening how to breathe through her pussy. And she's like, I don't I don't I don't get it. I don't understand. I'm like, no, 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 it's a thing. And I played it for her, and she was she was switching between looking at the computer screen and looking at me, with like I said, a, a mix of confusion and sheer horror on her face, and like couldn't even dis- couldn't even get the words out. I, I don't. I, uh, yeah. What I don't get, this. I don't know that, that doesn't make sense. <laughs> I just want you in and out, nice and slow slow at first just imagine it's all working out really well breathing through your pussy (laughs) okay so the obviousness the predictability of the corporate mainstream press ladies and gentlemen i caught this clip earlier today chris cuomo doing what the corporate media does best that is running exactly according to fucking plan more predictable than sunrise they are metronomic in their behavior have a fucking look at this sad display of rationalization.
6: Canadian Prime Minister Justin Trudeau was asked about President Trump's response to the protests. Look at how serious I want he you is. To see how he answered it. We do have Donald Trump now calling for military action against protesters. We saw protesters tear gas yesterday to make way for a presidential photo op. I'd like to ask you what you think about that and if you don't want to comment what message do you think you're sending?
1: Breathe through your pussy, in and out, your hips going up and down, to breathe through your pussy. (laughs) (laughs) We all white. Now, what do you think Chris Cuomo's response is going to be? Like, the reason I'm showing you this is because on this show, I've been attacking this idea for months and months and months, this partisan hackery is so boring and so stupid and so predictable. Like I don't even want to talk to people anymore who just do the partisan thing. Because you're you're one of you're one of the people that like you're one of the people that needs to fade away in order for things to actually get better. It's not me the voter versus you the voter. It's us the voters versus politics. That's the way it's always been. The sooner we get You know, the sooner we can comprehend that logic, the better off we will all be, trust me. But it's so easy to do the partisan thing. If this was any other politician besides Justin Trudeau, Chris Cuomo would be on his show slaying the guy. Oh, look at him. He doesn't know what to say. He's fucking idiot. He's searching for the words. He can't answer the hard questions. But... Because it's our pinup boy, everybody's favourite substitute teacher, everybody's favourite skiing instructor, we have to spin it a different way, and there's only one way you can spin it, and we said they would spin it this way yesterday on the show. Have a listen to fucking Chris Cuomo. ...in
5: horror and consternation, what's going on in the United States... It is a time uh, to pull people together.
1: Pull together, together, not divided. Not hate. Forwards, not is backwards. Yes, yes. To we know all of the platitudes. What injustices continue despite progress yeah. uh, over years and decades? Empty words.
5: But it is a time for us as Empty, Canadians. Empty, pointless words. To recognize that we too
6: have our challenges.
1: <laughs> challenges, not problems. Blah 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 blah.
6: Listen what do you this. take from the silence?
1: What do, you, what do you take from the silence, Chris?
6: 20 seconds. Was it a stunt? What was the effect? For me, it's that a leader doesn't just talk. <laughs> a leader has to listen, but most importantly, a leader has to feel. <laughs>
1: Hey, Listen, that's what punks on the fucking right call me, okay? You say that fucking shit again, I'll throw you down those fucking stairs, you motherfucker. What, I gotta listen to fucking bikers coming up on my fucking driveway over here, huh? Punks like that on the right call me fucking Fredo. You know what I do? I'm gonna smash you in the fucking face, you piece of shit. I'm gonna throw you down those fucking stairs. (laughs) Just like that, he turns into like a beret-wearing, poetry-reading... Latte sipping fuck knuckle. You know, it's just all about my feelings. You know, the most important thing for me when I think of leadership is like sometimes you, you shouldn't say things, you know? Like, sometimes it's important not to say stuff at all. You've just got to feel. And you know my fi- I feel my feelings, I feel my feelings. My feelings have feelings. That's what a real leader does. They feel.. Ugh a fucking ass hat
6: <laughs> A leader has to feel with the people he leads. Feel. So he doesn't Can have to feel. have the same experience, feelings. but he has to understand their experience. Oh, I'll be back at midnight Eastern tonight. Our oh, coverage continues of course with the man D. Lemon and CNN Tonight.
1: <laughs> I think he's many of us right now. Good evening, by the way. <laughs> he's, I think many. he's many. We are all Justin Trudeau. Well, he did wear blackface once, so he's yeah, he's pretty close. on. Many of us, many of us are at a loss for words yeah. when people ask me God, God, about. I have no what words. What do you think about you know this? Or the president did that. I have or, no words, and I don't really know what to say. And so, I think that's. I think he faced a conundrum in that moment, that many people face. They don't know what to say. <laughs> They don't want to say the wrong thing. <laughs> they don't want to jump to conclusions, and then you're just sort of flummoxed because. And and yet we and yet we promote, uh, we promote PC culture like it's, like it's moral virtue, right? And yet we promote the inability of people to describe the thing that they see as the correct thing to do, right? <clears throat> he here, here you have. He doesn't even know that he's admitting this. But he knows that he's admitting here, subconsciously, that he is crippled by his own value system, that he lacks the ability to describe what's happening. Never mind the fact that he's a fucking talk show host. <laughs> Being able to describe what's happening is kind of part of the job. But they're admitting, like, oh, I don't know what to say. I don't want to say the wrong thing. We're afraid of saying the wrong thing. Yes, Don, that's the problem. That's how this stuff happens because people are afraid to say the wrong thing. and get your cheese, man. Thank you for the sub movie time, Blues. That's exactly why we're here now at this space and time in the Western world is because too many people are afraid to say the wrong thing. Oh, but you know, we, I think we're all like that. I think we've all got this feeling that we need to just stand here with our thumb up our ass and look stupidly when asked a very simple direct question. I think we all feel like we can't give a direct answer to these things. Unfucking believable. Well, very believable. Uh let's switch it up a little bit because I feel a little bit for coronavirus. I feel a little bit for COVID nineteen, because COVID nineteen isn't getting all the attention that it was enjoying a few weeks ago. Most childish thing to come out of lockdown is this explanation about touching other people's balls. Let's have a look.
8: Every player- unless they're from the same household, has to bring their own tennis balls so that you don't touch other people's tennis balls um, with your hands. You can kick their balls, but you can't touch them. I'm going to blush, sorry. Um, of course, if you're, if you're playing with someone in your household, you can touch those tennis balls.
1: Now, ladies, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Leadership. <laughs> Yeah. Leadership. Never ever go to a public servant and say, Hey, can you please write a whole bunch of rules for everybody to follow? Because that's exactly what they're going to do. To the point where they're giving press conferences, telling little kids what balls they can touch on a tennis court, and they can't get through it without giggling like a 10 year old. <laughs> that's that's. These are our elected officials. These are our leaders. These are the people who are protecting us during the pandemics and the riots. Don't you feel fucking safe? <laughs> don't you feel better? Well, you can kick the balls. Oh, I'm gonna blush. <laughs> you
8: don't touch other people's tennis balls um, with your hands. You can kick their balls, but you can't touch them. I'm gonna blush. Sorry. Um, of course, if you're pl- if you're playing with someone in your household, you can touch those tennis balls. Uh, to avoid confusion. <laughs> To avoid confusion between whose balls are whose, you can use a
2: marker, like a sharpie, to mark out to put an X or put someone's
1: initials on. Put your name on your own balls. Our leaders, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, this was fantastic. Mr. Medica retweeted this last night. And I showed this to a couple of people and they were like, what? <laughs> this has to be seen to be believed. A theme that we've been touching on in the last few shows has been the realisation that upper middle class privileged people are coming to in light of the riots that are taking place in the United States. And the realisation is they are not the centre of the universe. They are discovering that what they really feel doesn't really matter that much, right? From the little girl who was trying to direct traffic in the middle of a, a looting spree, screaming into the bullhorn, Please, no, stop! From the girl who was standing in front of the looters in Beverly Hills, begging them not to smash up a shot, and they just ripped her and threw her out of the way, to the two guys in their apartment building giving a thumbs up, filming themselves giving a thumbs up, (laughs) to then the rocks come flying through their fucking window, we're on your side! A whole bunch of people are coming to the realisation that just because they think a certain thing and just because they have the quote unquote correct opinion, it's not going to save them. It's not going to keep them safe. In fact, it's it's probably only going to make more people hate you because you think it makes you a good person or something. And here is another fine example. Privileged upper middle class uh, girl with opinions, nice opinions, <laughs> the correct opinions, put this out on TikTok. This to me is pure fucking art, by the way. Have a listen to this.
8: I feel like... This needs to be said, and I really wish that more people would connect these two dots. But black lives matter,
2: and animal lives matter.
1: <laughs> I wish I wish people could connect these two dots. Why, why is it that we live in a society where people can't connect the two dots between black people and animals? I mean, you know... <laughs> See the scary part is she thinks she's doing the right thing. She thinks she's being nice here. <laughs> Why can't people connect the two dots? Dick Richie in the chat. What about the white animals? <laughs> that's no, 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 no. That's not what we're talking about. <laughs> Would connect these two dots, yeah. but Black Lives Matter. Yeah
8: animal life.
1: Is she our girl? Is she based?
8: <laughs> Literally all sentient beings on this planet deserve a life free from fear, free from abuse, free from unjust prosecution. No one, whether it's a human being, especially ones with differently coloured skin than yours,
2: and animals with <laughs>
1: Man. <laughs> just Do these people not have friends? You know, like to go, whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> are you sure you want to put this out? Is this what you mean? Is, you, did you really, what does she mean by this? You know what I mean? <laughs> she read word in the chat. The smugness while spouting this. Of course, because she's gone... Through, this is what I'm talking about. She's gone through her whole life without reality. Reality doesn't exist. She's in a bubble. She thinks that I have my view and this makes me a good person and I am the centre of the fucking universe and everybody should listen to me. And they don't realise, you know, she, she'll say this. She'll be She will be confused as to why people have an issue with it. You know what I mean? Completely oblivious. It don't, won't make any sense. What? I'm on yours. I'm on your side. This is the TikTok equivalent of "I'm on your side" and then getting a rock thrown through your fucking window. <laughs> She's got no idea. It's adorable.
8: Ones with differently colored skin than yours.
1: But yours.
8: <laughs> and animals. are different creatures than you if it's not their time to die they don't deserve to die
2: so stop
8: killing black people and stop killing animals
1: (laughs) there it is (laughs) the modern opinionated good person ladies and gentlemen
8: veganism black lives matter movement it's all the same fight
1: it's all the same fight guys animal rights black lives matter we're all in this together because we're all in this together <laughs> one more time
8: <laughs> so stop killing black people and stop killing animals yeah veganism black lives matter movement it's all the same fight All of it, and it's important. Each one of them is so individually important. I really hope that people can start to connect the two.
1: (laughs) I really hope that people can start seeing black people as just other animals. (laughs) Like, isn't she good? Isn't she great? Isn't she fantastic? Yeah, jump around a little tonight. Got this story for you. Pair hired for man's broom sexual fantasy. Turn up in bedroom at wrong address with machetes. This is a little more Australian police work for you. After appearing after peering in an unsuspecting resident's bedroom with knives at 6.15am, the duo accepted their mistake saying, Sorry, mate. Sorry, mate. Two men snuck into a bedroom with machetes. After being hired to carry out a stranger's sexual fantasy, of being tied up in his underwear and stroked with a broom. Only to discover they had got the wrong address. <laughs> this is what you wanted. Who are you? Get the hell out of here. Ah, playing hard to get, huh? The pair from Sydney, Australia. Sydney, woo! Sydney! We know how to have fun down here. Made their apologies and left the startled victim's bedroom uh, bedside as soon as they realised their mistake. One of the men, Terence Leroy has now been acquitted of entering the home on July 2019, intending to intimidate while armed with an offensive weapon after the New South Wales District Court accepted his explanation. Conceding the facts of the case are unusual, Judge Sean Grant set out his reasons for the not guilty verdict, saying the evidence did not suggest the men's actions were intentional. (laughs) What the fuck? Sorry, sorry! (laughs) They carried machetes either as a prop or something to use in that fantasy. The fantasy was unscripted and there was discretion as to how it would be carried out. According to court documents, a man living in western New South Wales near Griffith wanted a broom handle to be rubbed around his underwear. And you thought giving away butt plugs was the strangest thing that Sydney Siders did? Guess again. <laughs> Alright, what have we got here? Um no, we did that one. Where shall we go? Um I'll tell you what, we'll do this one. <clears throat> Cause this really fucking annoyed me. <clears throat> uh whoever I don't usually I don't like lighting people up on Twitter. But this this is next fucking level. Whoever this person is, this, this is the mindset that you're dealing with here. People need to be held accountable. I reached out to a well-known creator about using her platform to speak about what is going on. She refused. These are the receipts. I hate that term too. Oh, I've got the receipts. Oh, good. You purchased something. She then blocked me, subtweeted me on her stories. Today, I found out she posted a blackout picture. Look at this little interaction here. Imagine being like a content creator on Instagram or uh you know YouTube or whatever and getting this in your inbox. How would you re- how would you respond? Listen to this. Hi. I think it would be great to use your platform to speak on the injustices that are going on right now. See this is how they pressure people. This is how they use peer pressure and cajoling and coercing in order to get other people to go along with what they want. Like I've made this point before at a different level. I don't think all celebrities who do the political thing, who do the, you know, the, the corporate messaging thing. I don't think all of them are actually on board with the message. I think a lot of them are very dense people, very stupid people who just go along with what their circle tells them to do because they think it makes them a nice person. And they're kind of shielded from anybody who disagrees with it. Right? Like football, not all football stars, are opinionated political operatives. Some of them would go along with like, yeah, we need injustice and stuff because that's just what the people around them tell them to do. Or maybe somebody gets in their inbox and says, hey, you should really use your platform to do the right thing here. Like they tried to do with Michael Jordan back in the day. And he said, you know, Republicans buy sneakers too. They lambasted him for that and said, oh, he's not going to be remembered. Muhammad Ali will be remembered for his activism. But Michael Jordan, they had fucking Barack Obama on that documentary saying how disappointed he was that Michael Jordan wouldn't get into bed with his filthy fucking little political agenda. How disappointing it was. He needs to be a voice. Fuck you. Fuck off. So imagine getting this in your inbox. I I think it would be great to use your platform to speak on the injustices that are going on right now. How about make your own? Not good enough. I know black members of the book community are really hurting right now. This is the response she got back. Hi, Sydney. I don't really like using my bookstagram to talk about anything religious, political, or anything else along the lines of non-bookish things. Uh, perfectly understandable. A lot of people don't want to talk about, you know, what you think is important in politics. And again, this is another this is another example of people thinking that the, the universe revolves around them and what they think. That they have some kind of right to drag everybody else into their orbit. I understand it's something happening in the world, but I use this account as a way to escape reality and to not think about things that are happening in the world. She says, she replies, I think that this issue is beyond political at this point because people are being killed. As I have said, black creators, including myself, are hurting right now. And the the creator replies again, very politely, and says, I understand that I didn't say it wasn't a political issue. I said, I don't like posting anything outside of books on this platform. This is where I talk about books and maybe occasionally talk about things in my personal life. I understand people are hurting and I do feel sad for everything that's going on. It's my bookstagram and my personal to choice, my personal to choice to post what I want. And everything outside of books is not what I want to post. Not good enough, right? No, you have to do what we tell you. You, the content creator who posts about little fucking book club things, you need to be dragged into our politics. You need to become an ally or we will shame you for not doing what we say. We will shame you for not turning your platform that you have built yourself into what we want it to be. This is the problem here in a nutshell. So it's a great little microcosm, It's a little ant farm of social pressure and how this is wielded as a weapon on social media. She says, she continues, please respect my decision on how I run my account. Again, I'm sorry all the things are happening in the world right now, but this is a place I escape reality. Now have a look at the fucking responses to this. So she posted the personal fucking DMs, right? Because this person, this bookstagram user wouldn't let her platform be hijacked by an activist. She refused to allow her personal platform to become an avenue for activism. So now we have to post her personal shit online. Isn't it doesn't it make you feel fucking dirty? <clears throat> so look look at some of the responses here. These people do not understand. So basically it's, I won't do it in support until a bunch of popular artists and musicians make it a trend. And then I'll just post a black square. She's live right now, crying on Instagram, saying it was her choice not to post on her bookstagram about it. <laughs> Listen to this. Selfish, hateful, hypocritical, and inconsiderate. The privilege of this girl saying that she doesn't want to talk about political issues as if everything on the earth isn't political already. Listen to this. These people are hyenas tearing apart the carcass of uh, basic individual choice. No, no, no. You, you belong to me. Your platform belongs to me. I will decide what you post on your platform, or I will, I will do the equivalent of you know the medieval dragging you through the streets and having the townsfolk throw rotten fucking tomatoes at you on the way to the gallows. Your platform belongs to us. <laughs> it's incredible. It's like mafia standover tactics, except the person who's trying to take the money out of the register is crying, begging for the money. Instead of coming in and throwing and waving a gun in your face, they come in and say, I feel really sad. Give me all your money. <laughs> Genuinely can't believe this. She's more concerned about her aesthetic content on Instagram than spreading awareness when black people are losing their lives. Disgusting. Disgusting. Right? Her using her own Instagram. And I don't even know anything about the person. I don't care. She might be a horrible person too. That's not the point. This is the kind of shit that collectively people need to go, no, 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 we're not having this. I don't wanna fuck I don't wanna be in an online space where people think they have a right to like commandeer your platform and turn it into some fucking activist thing, or else you deserve to be like shamed and the fuck is wrong with these people. <laughs> and this poor chick, like whoever she is, she probably just wants to, you know, do she probably has a live laugh life plaque in the fucking kitchen somewhere. She probably reads like teenage horror movie uh, horror books or some shit. She wants to talk to other people who want to talk about books. Not good enough. You need to become an ally of fucking Black Lives Matter and turn your show into a political uh, into a political podcast, or else, or we'll drag you through the town square by the ankles. So happy I wasn't following her in the first place. Thank you for calling her out and her bullshit. <laughs> I have 11,000. And here's the problem. Here's, I have 11,000 followers. You can use my platform anytime. Don't worry. I'll be the good guy. Thank you. And the person's like, thank you. Why don't build your own thing? Build your own thing. This is a common, like, I'm not setting any fucking trends here with this criticism. But this is a common thought that's out there, right? A lot of people are really starting to get tired of the people who don't build anything deciding how the people who do build things should build things. She hasn't built any, she hasn't built a platform. She's demanding that she just take over. It's like a pirate, a social media pirate sailing up to a different account and trying to fucking board it. Swinging in on a rope. My ship now. My my platform now. If you don't like it, fucking walk the plank. Off you go. Right? The people who don't build anything are trying to just take ownership of the things that they didn't build. And dictating to the people who did build them how they should run them. And I just sense, it's just sense this little inkling that people are just starting to go, nah, you know what? Go shit in your hat. Go fuck yourself. How about that? Enough. The makers and the takers. Great way to put it. Because of what she said, she because she is apparently reading my book, I don't follow her, but I know her, and it says so in her bio, I would be honored to help you out in any way possible. Please just let me know. What the actual fuck. And it honestly hurts me. <laughs> I personally find anything viral on social media very problematic. I hate that word. Anybody who uses the word problematic unironically, you know that you know exactly the kind of person they are instantly. If they use terms, if they regularly use terms like problematic or inappropriate. I know if if I hear that coming out of your mouth, I know that you are not somebody that I want to have a close association with because you're going to be the guy who one day comes into my DMs and says, hey, I really think you should talk about this or else. I really think that you should change what your show is. I sh- you should change what your podcast is to become what I think it should be. You're the guy I want to avoid from the outset. Uh, you know, like, I've, I've been a fan of what you do for a long time, but I just think your most recent episode was you know maybe a little problematic. It was problematic because there are people out there who are hurting and stuff. It's like instant. See ya, Bye. Fuck off. Don't want to know you. It's a red flag, definitely. (coughs) Listen to this. I personally find anything viral on social media very problematic and counterproductive. (laughs) There's something about it that just feels mindless and less than genuine. I understand where you're coming from. Well, this is actually a good person, to be fair. I understand where you are coming from, and I hear where she's coming from as well. Blessings to you both. Well, no, I'd I'd still dismiss that person. Because you use the term problematic, it's probably... Your disappointment is probably only just around the corner. I'm so sorry this happened to you. I'm not a writer, but I have a travel blog with 2,000 followers on Twitter. It's not much, but if there's something I can do to help, please reach out. Sir, maybe consider if it's wise to turn your travel blog, because people are reading it for the travel blogginess of it, right? You have 2,000 followers who want to read about travel who want to see what you have to say about traveling to different places. Consider if it would be a good idea in the effort to like suck up to the person who's demanding that she hijack other people's platforms whilst at the same time you're shitting on the audience you've already established. The audience can go and find that content wherever they want. But you shifting to that... To that point and saying, okay, look, we usually talk about books and travel and cupcakes, but today I want to talk to you about police brutality. <laughs> that to me is an insult to the audience. Shit like this just it just ugh. look at this. She went private like we didn't already see her. She's private accounts, so she's getting bombarded by these fucking fruit loops getting bombarded by these social media pirates. She her. She has to make her account private now. now. Now she can't do what she just wanted to do in the first place, which is just talk about fucking books on Instagram. Not good enough. She refused to become an acolyte and an ally for our political activism. Therefore, shut it down. And we'll celebrate the fact that she's shutting it down. We will cheer into the sky that she's no longer allowed to do the thing that she was doing last week because we say so. It's fucking awful. And I don't care what your agenda is. I don't care what your little policy is. I don't care what your drive is. If, if you're a person like this, you're the problem. Uh, why censored with a diamond? People who complain about the shows you link to. <laughs> yeah, we've, we've had that as well. Magathot45. Boogie, I used to really respect you, but now you're sharing shows like JJ Stoner and Nightwave and Revenge of the Sis. Like, uh, those are really disgusting shows. I just instantly deleted the comment from my DMs. Don't want to know you Thanks, but no thanks. If your first interaction with me is going to tell me, is going to be about lecturing me about what I should share on Twitter, get the fuck out. I have no interest in your opinion. I don't know you from a bar of soap. Why the hell should I fucking listen to you? People like this are the problem. This kind of peer pressure. And the sooner, like, we get to a point where people. Again, I don't know what it's going to take. I don't know how we get there. But when people get to a point where they no longer feel uh, like they're being smothered by public opinion, we'll be fucking far better off. Because they're they're ruining everything. (laughs) They think they're making the world a better place. They're just making it worse. Far, much, much worse. And it will only go so far, in my opinion. Winning TV with a diamond. Here's to the shows that you share. Enjoy them all. I enjoy them all. You can enjoy them too. And if you don't enjoy them, that's okay. Just don't fucking tell me that I shouldn't share them. Because now I'm going to share them twice as much. <laughs> Just despite you. Um, How are we going here? How are we going for time? we got time? What's the time? How are we going for time? have got plenty of time. Uh, I love these little stories, ladies and gentlemen. Dumb people doing dumb things. It is a Friday. Let's have a little fun, shall we? Here on this uh, it's Friday. Fucking God. Ugh. What is wrong with me today? I gave away a butt plug. All of a sudden, I've lost my complete train of thought. Oh. It's a Wednesday. <laughs> it may as well be a Friday. Who knows anymore? Um, Dumb people doing dumb things. Ladies and gentlemen, I love these little local news reports. Let's see what this one's about. You can
6: still see smoke billowing from
1: the rooftop here at this house of no. No, this is not a riot video, by the way. This is not a riot. This did not happen. There was no riot in this suburb. Road and Mount Pleasant Township. And if you move over towards this way, you will see more damage brought here. This is the area
6: where their deck was. Investigators saying that a fire pit on the deck is what started this all.
1: Now, I know that we have a couple of builders in the chat. I know that we have a couple of guys who, like, work with wood and build houses and do carpentry and stuff. (laughs) What do you think? I'm I'm amazed that this person was even a homeowner to begin with. What do you think is the general consensus when placing a fire pit on a wooden deck? (laughs) That sounds like a good place to put it. Uh, Shouldn't we put the fire deck on like stone or the ground or like on dirt or something or even some bricks or something like that? Something that can't, you know, burn? No, No, let's put it on wood. (laughs) Let's put it on the wood attached to the house. Better yet. (laughs) Don't. Don't put it on the wood attached to the house. Yeah, let's, let's build a fire pit on the wooden deck of the second story of our home. What could go wrong?
6: <laughs> we talked to Paul Kreisinger. He was emotional. He was calming down from shock. I
0: don't understand how this is going
6: to happen. But he's thanking God he and his son escaped this house fire.
0: We look at the back, just like an inferno in the back deck.
6: This
1: is video domino. <laughs> he's thanking God. Why don't you ask God for a couple of brain cells, sir? Why don't you ask God to guide you next time you want to build a fire and say, don't put it on the deck. Don't put it on the wooden deck of your fucking house. <laughs> Sorry. I'm not laughing at the loss. I'm laughing at how the loss happened, right? He sounds like a winner, Frozen Asian, in the chat. I hope he got council approval. Dominic <laughs> Fontanaza took. He lives up the road, but
6: he came down to check on his neighbor. This was the craziest fire I've ever seen in my life. The fire was called in just before 1 a.m. Chrysinger said this was an accident after his son and friends finished using the fire pit on the deck.
0: <laughs> it was an accident!
1: I don't know how this could have happened. Ladies and gentlemen, never underestimate the stupidity of the average person. That is a constant. you will never be disappointed Uh, what shall we do here Uh, you know what I've had this one sitting here I'm in a good mood I want to be in a good mood there's going to be plenty of time for the shit later on and I do have a couple of shit stories to end the show with just so you know Um, but how about a little bit of food porn we never do food porn on this show do you guys have kebabs over there I don't mean shish kebabs. I mean, uh, maybe, I guess it would be like a falafel roll for you, except it's not a ball, like it's shredded meat. Maybe you call it a gyro, is that right? But a kebab is like shredded meat in um like Lebanese bread wrapped up with like lettuce and garlic sauce and all that kind of shit. They do in Canada, yeah? We call them kebabs or uh, souvlaki's. Uh, Late night lamb sandwich is a personal favorite. A shawarma. Okay. So have a look at this guy. (laughs) We love kebabs? Good. You're going to love this then. Because uh, my American brothers and sisters constantly like to tell me about how they have the best food. They have more food than everybody else. They do the biggest fucking foods. Blah, 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 blah. Have a look at this guy in England and this fucking kebab from hell. This kebab straight out of hell that he's putting out there. This is amazing. And I, I and yes, I want one. It's the world's biggest kebab. Fills a pizza box. <laughs> <laughs> oh, look at Oh. oh. This is the shit that makes life worth living, as far as I'm concerned. A little bit of food porn. If you if you finished it, if you got to the end of it, you'd wish that you hadn't started, I suspect. That doesn't even look good. Cabaret in the chat. What the hell is wrong with you, man? It looks amazing. That's like heaven in a pizza box. God, need a tissue? Yeah, multiple tissues. I feel like going to England just to have one. <laughs> Here's a fun little story for you. Artificial intelligence can make personality judgments based on our photographs. Yeah. We haven't done surveillance Bring for a couple the bell of weeks. and get your cheese, man. Thank you for the resub, Movie Time Blues. This is as with the Diamond says, I have to go clean my pants now. (laughs) Artificial intelligence can make personality judgments based on our photographs. Russian researchers from HSC University and Open University for the Humanities and Economics have demonstrated that artificial intelligence is able to infer people's personalities from selfie photographs better than human raters do. Pre-crime. Exactly. Conscientiousness emerged to be the more easily recognizable than the other four traits. Personality predictions based on female faces appeared to be more reliable. Well, that's, all, that's easy. Females are easy. You can just say that they're all irate, <laughs> that they're all hysterical. I, did I win? This technology can be used to find the best matches in customer service, dating, or online tutoring. I've spoken about this before, like a couple of years ago where this kind of shit is heading companies now because they use that they use Thank bias right i'll, I'll see, see you in, in hell. hell they'll use bias as a reason to bring this stuff in companies now already are doing this instead of giving people face-to-face interviews because they say the face-to-face interview is a problem uh, because the person doing the interviewing might have some kind of subconscious bias about this person sitting across from them, how they look, how they dress, how they act, uh, you know, their their body language, all of that kind of stuff. Now I would say it's your right as a person to use those tells in order to decide whether or not this is somebody you want working for your company. But apparently that's not fair. You're not allowed to do that. So in order to remove this supposed subconscious bias from the process, Companies now are starting to have interviews with prospective candidates in front of a computer. So the, the camera is like zeroed in on their face and there's a reason that they're taking the human element out of all of these interactions. It's because the camera knows when you're lying. See, it's like the death of um, individual freedom. It's like the death of charisma. Because... You might be the right person for the job even though you don't have the right qualifications. And you might be the right person because you might be able to sweet talk the person interviewing you, you're right? You might be charismatic, you might be funny, whatever, you might be you might be somebody that they think this is somebody that we can have working here even though their qualifications aren't as good as the asshole who was in here earlier who was like aggressive or arrogant and cocky, right? If you have an interview with a computer screen, that 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 element no longer exists because all it's going to do is map your facial expressions and it's going to do this kind of shit here. It's going to run you through a database an algorithm and decide what kind of person you are instead of having the ability as a human to human thing to decide what kind of person you're dealing with sitting right in front of you. That's now a problem. We are regulating basic human behavior and interaction out of existence and like with the COVID nineteen stuff, I don't even like uh, having a conversation with somebody who's behind a perspex sheet. And I know that's like a personal thing, but to me, it's very impersonal and, and gross. It's I feel like I'm sitting in a prison talking to somebody on the other side of the glass. I don't like it. You know, the gas stations late at night they'll they'll lock the door, and then you have to talk to them through the glass, and they put like the little shelf thing. Right, you know, the little shelf that they slide through, the metal shelf if you want to buy something. If I pull up at a gas station and the door's locked and they point and they point and go, come over to the window, I just give them the finger and walk off. i go somewhere else. Well, I don't give them the finger, <laughs> but you know what I mean? Met- metaphorically, give them the finger and go somewhere else because, no, 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 I don't want that. I want to be able to go in, grab my product, walk up to the counter, say, hello, how are you going? Right? But look at... <clears throat> We're turning... They're turning us into uh, China. Everything that's happened over the last three months is exactly what China has done. It's look to the ground. Don't interact with people. Stand on the X. Download the app. The app will tell you whether it's safe or not to go here. Facial recognition cameras in government buildings will decide what kind of a person you are, whether you should be here. Like, we don't want this. Oh, it will never happen here. Nevertheless, there are strong theoretical and evolutionary you arguments. I see you in hell. You in hell. <laughs> to suggest that some information about personality characteristics, particularly those essential for social communication, might be conveyed by the human face. After all, face and behaviour are most are both shaped by genes and hormones, and social experiences resulting from one's appearance may affect one's personality development. However, the recent evidence from neuroscience suggests that instead of looking at specific facial features, the human brain processes images of faces in a holistic manner. That whole thing of uh first impressions last, right? What a what a what an eerie, um, terrible future we have on the horizon. <clears throat> and like I've said this before, if you're somebody that th- you know, you want to change the world. You want people to wake up. You want to get back to it like a better time. You think you're going to build a utopia, whatever. These, these kinds of technologies and this kind of research is very, very, very rich, powerful money men spend trillions of dollars over the last 40, 50 years developing this stuff. They're not going to get to a point where they just say, okay, I guess you don't want it. I guess we wasted our money they don't develop this stuff for you to have a choice. They are going to give it they are going to give it to you whether you want it or not. Where well, you got Microsoft, you got Apple, you got Google and you got Amazon. That looks like maga to me. That spells maga. Google is maga. On a slightly different topic, ladies and gentlemen, it'll never happen here.
3: first time Google and Apple will be shipping their contact tracing software or just getting off the press call with both Apple and Google they say that multiple states here in the US have expressed interest and 22 countries on five continents have also expressed interest in using the software as well and when I press them to name these 22 countries they decline but they say that they expect more countries <laughs> to jump on board in the coming weeks and this
1: I just love this whole thing about the tech world. They get to, they get to, they get to figure out, they get to learn everything about you, but you don't even get to know which countries are using the app. It was like when we covered Clearview AI, the app which you can take a photo of. So it's being used by six hundred law enforcement agencies in North America alone, and the app allows the person using it to take a picture of somebody on the street. It then sweeps all social media platforms for faces that match that face and it can within seconds within fractions of a second bring up your name your address who you work and who your friends are and then they can do the same thing to your friends just like that no warrant no arrest no charges no investigations a a a clear work around the legal system going directly to discovery instead of going through the legal process No need for a warrant. Hey, it's just an app, And we played the clip of Neil Cavuto on Fox News taking the police state dick, throbbing dick, down his throat, saying what a tremendous idea it is. He asked the guy who came up with it, are you violating people's privacy? He said, no, this is a law enforcement tool. (laughs) Henry St. George Tucker, Bubba Politics. Okay, conspiracy theorist. (laughs) Don't you love law enforcement? Aren't you a law enforcement guy? Now, with this tracing app, we've been on record for a long time talking about the potential dangers of something like this just becoming part of the quote-unquote new normal. We've also spoken about previously the protection meme, right? How do you get people to go along with something that they would otherwise not go along with? How do you get people on board with something that they would generally find uh, disgusting and not want to have anything to do with it? You tell them it's for their protection. You wrap up the turd, the pile of turd in a pretty little package and put a nice little pretty bow on it. And you hand it to them. Then they'll take the package and they'll go, oh, look at this wonderful little present here. It's got the pretty wrapping paper. It's got the pretty bow. And then they open it up and it's just a pile of shit. I'm like, I don't want this too bad. It's yours now. It's yours now. It's your present now. You got to keep that pile of shit, right? So think about the social tracing, the social tracking. What was the story coming out of the riots that so many people pretended wasn't a story? I'll see if I can bring it. I should have. I should have pre-planned this, but I didn't think I would go down this path. See if I can find it. Okay, just looking here on YouTube. Because there's bound to be like a local news report or something like that where they're soft promoting this. Because there always is. You just got to find it. I should, have done, I should have done more research on it. I should have, like, got this already. <clears throat> I wish I could just bring up a clip, but I, I really don't want to waste too much time looking for one. After the riots started kicking off and people were, you know, throwing Molotov cocktails through windows and bricks through windows and all the rest of it, um, I, I was watching the news reports coming out of people saying, oh, well, you know, social tracking. They're going to use social tracking to track down the people rioting. And I was... <laughs> And I'm sitting here like, you know, just... <laughs> it's not blackpilled to admit how fucked we are and how easily people can be led. Because last week, everyone was on board. This social tracking shit is a problem. Giving this much power to tech companies to archive like your movements and who you interact with and who you mix with and feed it directly into a government database, that's a problem. We watched the... We watched Trump, uh, President Trump's press conference where he literally said, uh, the problem is not with the software, we have a constitutional problem. This is bullshit, with the diamond, says, well, my social credit score is fucked. We're all fucked, don't worry about that. He literally said in his press conference, the constitution is a problem. You know, Apple and Google, they're doing tremendous things. I hear Singapore is doing one. Uh, but ours is going to be so much better. But right now we have a constitution problem. There's people out there who think that, you know, this is, uh, you know, this is privacy and stuff. But don't worry, we're going to work through that. And that was just allowed to sail through. Because as you know, if you if you raise any uh, point of contention or criticism, you're either uh, a traitor... Or you're ignorant or you don't see the big plan where he just has to say things in order to make people happy and it's really, he really wants to do the opposite thing. You're an idiot. You don't research enough. Blah, 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 blah. You know how the story goes. And then a couple of weeks later, this story comes out. Hey, we're rolling out the social tracking thing. We're rolling out this new program. Not a fucking word. Not a word from the sycophants. And then during the riots, fuck me dead. People are now applauding the social tracking because, hey, guess what? Thanks to the social tracking app, we can now round up all of the looters. We can round up all of the people who were throwing bricks through window. Isn't it great? Justice will be done. Justice would be done. <laughs> and it's just plain it's plainly obvious to me. How do you get people to get on board with something that they would otherwise not be on board with? Hey, we don't like this social tracking shit. We're against this kind of thing. Well, they're using it to catch the looters and the riders. Well, now I'm in favor of it. Now it's a good thing. Can we roll it out? Can we make sure that everybody has it now so we can catch potential lo- looters and riders in the future? <laughs> what happens when you start protesting against the very, the very same tech companies five years from now? Don't worry. All of this stuff will already be baked in. I'll already know which fucking bus you took to get to the protest rally in the first place. Doesn't it make you feel safe?
3: Starts as the initial phase one launch, which means phase it one. wants Apple phones to be able to speak to Android phones. Not an easy thing to do. It'll start with exposure notifications. We can bring up the board for you. they will launch today, and these exposure notifications alert people they've come in contact with someone that has contracted or tested positive for coronavirus. And Apple and Google stressed on this call that this is meant to augment and support the public health contact tracing efforts.
1: <laughs> We're just supporting the government. This is to augment systems that already exist. Don't be a conspiracy theorist. <clears throat> no GPS or location data. Don't worry, guys. You can trust big tech. They wouldn't, they would never collect that kind of information. <laughs> what are you, some kind of anarchist? What do you want people to get away with, Lou? Because somebody in private said to me, well, if they <laughs> legitimately, right? Somebody said to me in private, well, if we don't use this social tracking stuff to track down the rioters, how are we supposed to catch them? And I I looked at them like, like with my, my jaw hit the floor and I'm like, are you serious? And they're like, yeah, how are we supposed to catch these people unless we use this technology? I'm like, I don't know. How did we catch people before? By doing fucking police work. How did they catch the guys who attacked uh, Reginald Denny? In the LA riots, the truck driver that they dragged out and beat half to death on the fucking street, how did they do it back then? They didn't have social tracking apps back then. What a bullshit fucking argument. Oh, we have to use this technology now. You don't understand. We have to use this technology to catch people doing the wrong thing. There's, there's literally no other choice. We have no choice here. We have to use the technology that everybody has a problem with because it violates privacy in order to catch the bad guys. Sorry. No, you don't. (laughs) You never needed it before. But that's that's the way the discussion is always driven, isn't it? Oh, you need this. You have to have this. There is no other way. They don't say there's a debate. The best that you get is, oh, there are some people who have some concerns about this technology. That's the only reference you ever get in any of these media reports. Some people have concerns about privacy. You need this. You must have this. I played a little bit of this clip a couple of weeks ago, but I think it's worth revisiting because we only played like a minute of it and I wanted to go more in depth. CNN, ladies and gentlemen, talking about uh, social tracking in China. Again, when you hear your favorite politicians, where whoever they are and wherever they are, Talk about how, oh, Singapore came up with this. This is a Singapore idea. Singapore, Singapore, Singapore. They are all shitting down your neck. Because they all know that this whole social tracking agenda started in China years ago. They know it. We're doing the, we're keeping you safe version of it. See, in China, at least they know that they have no freedom. We still think that we do. So maybe we're the idiots here. Maybe we're the dumb ones. But in China, they use the social tracking app to like enforce very strict social controls. Here, they tell us we're using the social tracking, we're using the surveillance state in order to keep you safe. It's a different marketing message, but it's the same objective at the end of the road.
6: China has already begun reopening its country, including the city that was the source of the virus, Wuhan. From Orin, now let's go to David Culver in Shanghai. So last night you showed us the app that the Chinese government uses to track people in the country. It's incredibly detailed and personal and invasive. Can you explain how you signed up for the app? I mean, how is it used?
7: Yeah, let me walk you through that, Anderson, because I've been getting a lot of questions. This is the, the QR code, a barcode equivalent that I have. A, it's really specific to me, and everyone who's registered for one has something just like that. And so you, you have to you use it to get into places like hotels, restaurants, shopping malls, It's your golden key, essentially. Let me show you. It'll never happen here.
1: You got Microsoft, you got Apple, you got Google, and you got Amazon. The app tells you where you can go. The app tells you where you can eat. The app tells you which bus to ride. The app tells you if you can go to work that day. And of course, we all know, if there was some kind of uh, malfunction with the app, just say the app said that you were contagious but you weren't, I'm sure that you could just write a little email to the app developer and they would respond to you. Like, that's the great irony for me, right? They would say, uh, uh, you know, a red thing will come up on your app and it'll say, sorry, Boogie Bumper, you can't leave your house for two weeks. We will, we will alert. This app, by the way, alerts the authorities. If you go out of a designated area when you have a red bar on your app, it, it automatically contacts the police to come and scoop you up. Don't you feel fucking safe? So I'm sure if the app accidentally, if there, was some, if, if there was some kind of mistake and it said that you were sick when you weren't, I'm sure that you could just get that fixed right up, right? <laughs> I'm sure that you could just send an email off to the developer and say, oh, I think there's been some kind of mistake. Oh, we'll get right on that. Uh, there's going to be a two-week delay. Uh, the app's telling me that I need to quarantine myself for two weeks. I could lose my job if I don't go to work. Well, unfortunately, there's a two-week delay. Until we can get back in touch with you, <laughs> there's a, there's going to be a two week delay until we can let you know uh, what the mistake was. So just hang out for two weeks and then we'll fix it right up. <laughs> you know what I mean?
7: Going back to when we arrived here in Shanghai, and I don't think I fully realized it at the time, but that's what I was signing up for, along with every single person who.
1: Yeah, uh, phobic cruise in the chat. So get so just get used to not carrying a phone now. I was, oh god, it was a, a few months ago. And I was uh, going to a, a workplace, right? And it, it annoys me because they always make me sign in. I go to this fucking building every single day. And every day, like nobody's there. I'm there in the middle of the night and I'm what the job that I have to do takes literally two minutes. I'm in and out. And the funny thing is when there's no security guard standing there at the gate, nobody signs me in. <laughs> it's only when the security guard's there that I have to fucking sign in. And I've said to this security guard, you know, if I get here 15 minutes later, you're not here. And he's like, yeah. And I said, nobody signs me in then. And he's like, yeah, but you have to sign in when we're here. And I'm like, "Well, so what's the fucking difference? Why am I wasting? This takes longer than doing the job that I'm here to do. Uh, you just got to do what they ask. I'm just doing my fucking job, man. Right. And so one day I pulled up and there's a security guard there and he gets out his little fucking clipboard and he goes, uh, what's your phone number? I said, don't, I don't have one. And he was shocked because I thought I just thought, fuck this guy. He goes, what? And I said, no, I don't have a mobile phone. I don't need one. I don't carry one. And he was confused. He was beside himself. Uh, 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 bullshit. I don't believe you. Because <laughs> somebody in the chat's like, we're so used to having our phones now. Yeah. And everybody else is too. Where's your phone? I don't have one. Bullshit. Don't believe you. I don't believe you. Who the fuck are you? Why? <laughs> you need to have one. Who, who, who are you, Mr. Security Guard? Who are you to decide whether I need to have a phone on me or not? Go fuck yourself. Are you going to let me in? They always let me in because in the end I say, cool, what's your name? And they go, well, what, what do you need my name for? And I say, well, tomorrow your boss is going to call us and ask why we didn't why we didn't come. Why we didn't get in here and I'm going to have to tell him that you didn't let me in and they go just fucking hurry up <laughs> I'm just doing my fucking job man it never takes these people long to ditch the I'm just doing my job man routine right when you push them I like that's okay you're just doing your job you don't have to let me in just tell me your name so I can when the boss calls tomorrow and asks why why the fuck I wasn't here I can say that you know you Jimmy didn't let me in so then you can, because it's not my fault. I'm here. You want to let me in? That's your problem. Your problem. You deal with it. Oh, fine. In you go. <laughs> Couldn't believe that I didn't have a phone.
7: Got off the train. You're going through a line where, of course, they monitor your temperature. You're met by folks in hazmat suits. They ask you for, if you're Chinese, your national ID card. If you're a foreigner, like national me, ID card my US passport. It's then.
1: How many people want national ID cards to be a thing? Right. Well, we've got to have national ID cards. We've got to take, you know, there's too many people. We don't know who they are. They're walking around. Too many people walking around. We don't know who they are. They try to vote. They try to get away with shit. A national ID card would be a great idea. And it's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Until you start getting asked to present it. Because people want a national ID card, just not for them. Oh, a national ID card would be a great fucking idea. We'll catch all these people who shouldn't be here. It's like, well, what happens when they start asking you for your papers? If you just want to go to work, if you want to catch the bus, if you want to be somewhere. A friend of mine shared a picture with me yesterday. He walked into a McDonald's store. Fucking McDonald's, right? Like McDonald's is the one place on earth where you don't expect to hand over your fucking details to get a hamburger. There was a printout on the counter of the McDonald's, and it said, "Due to government regulations, we are required to take your name and your fucking phone number and your address if you want to buy something here at fucking McDonald's of all places. Literally, the place where it's just walk in, put the fucking money on the counter, give me the shit. That's it." Oh, Winning TV with a diamond says, "Why you no riker right safety, Mister Bookie? Why you no riker? Right got- China be your friend." you know, not China, be a good friend to you. Def Mech in the chat. That's also in Germany, right? And so so often, because like the majority of my audience is American, right? And you know I love your Mary Bros. But so often I'll say this stuff and I go, it'll never happen here. We've got, we got the constitution. You know, that'll never happen here. That stupid foreign son of a bitch, you gave your guns away. If they try to do that shit here, we'd be marching on Washington, woo! Right? (laughs) But then when the opportunity arises to actually say, no, 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 we don't like this, it's amazing how many people go, well, we've got to to keep everybody safe. Voice of Reason with a diamond, for our safety till it becomes for their control. Right? How many people will say, yeah, that'll never happen here, But then when given the opportunity, well, we've got to keep everybody safe. I mean, I wouldn't want to get the virus. I wouldn't want to catch the coronavirus. (laughs) Got to keep people safe, guys. Time after time after time after time.
7: And linked to not only your passport number, but also your cell phone number. Yeah,
1: people are like, what? Yes, McDonald's asking for your details to buy a fucking big Mac. My first thought was, well, looks like I'm never going to fucking McDonald's again. Eventually, eventually, they'll all be doing it, which, you know, probably might be better for me because uh, then I'll be forced to cook at home more. And I like cooking. It's fine. Until then, when you have to go to the supermarket and it'll be the same deal there. And it's like, well, I'm not really ready to go fucking full Owen Benjamin and start, you know, herding goats. <laughs> you know, I'm not ready to, to go that far. Maybe Owen Benjamin is the real fucking genius out of all of this. Who knows? Isn't that a scary fucking thought? Maybe the moon is fake. Maybe nukes don't exist.
7: Shit. They can continue to track you. And and I can show you how it's used if you are headed into, for example, a space like a hotel. A hotel. And as soon as you walk in, they've now set up tables that naturally have the temperature screening. They have the hands...
1: Temperature screening at the hotels. ah! Oh, oh,
7: oh. give it to me. Sanitizer, And then they ask to see your app. Uh, you open it show up me in real time because... People have been screenshotting them, so they figured out a workaround to avoid that. So you have to actually push the button and show it time stamped, and then they check it, verify it, and they'll let you in. Incredibly invasive. I don't know if it can happen in other parts of the world.
1: <laughs> it will never happen here! <laughs> you got Microsoft, you got Apple, you got Google, you got Amazon. My sensor with the diamond. Does turpentine kill the Rona? I certainly hope so. There's gotta be some point to drinking it. (laughs) It'll never literally, it'll never happen here. Come on down! (laughs) You're the next contestant on It'll Never Happen Here. See, the people who say it'll never happen here, like I get accused- Oh, you're a doom guy, the (laughs) the you know, all that fucking usual shit. The people who say it'll never happen here, you are the reason why it happens there. Because that complacency, that like, well, it'll never happen here. Don't be stupid. They rely on that to make it happen there. And then when it happens there, you're the guy who's going, well, it's happened now. There's nothing I could fucking do about it. (laughs) You know what I mean? You're the guy. You're the problem. It'll never fucking happen here. Oh, okay. Okay. And then it happens. Well, it happened now. What are are you going (laughs) to (laughs) do? And I'll still call you a conspiracy theorist. I've got one more for you, ladies and gentlemen. One more story tonight. We've got to end on a high note. One of our favourite topics here. Attack of the drones. Boeing rolls out. First loyal wingman AI aircraft in Australia. Yeah. Australia. Thank you for coming. See you in hell. A Boeing-led team has presented the Royal Australian Air Force with its first loyal wingman aircraft. Loyal, the loyal wingman. (laughs) (laughs) How can we fly without our loyal wingman? (laughs) They may as well call it the fucking super patriot happy plane. What's the fucking difference at this point? The Freedom Jet. (laughs) A Boeing-led team has presented the Royal Australian Air Force with its first loyal wingman aircraft, an AI-equipped drone that's designed to fly in coordination with crewed military aircraft. It's the first of three prototypes for Australia's loyal wingman advanced development program and the first aircraft to be designed, engineered in Australia and manufactured for more than 50 years. Hey, we're creating jobs, guys. Which will eventually erase other jobs. (laughs) In a news release, Australian Prime Minister Scott Morrison, the Conservative Prime Minister, by the way, said, loyal wingmen will be pivotal, uh, pivotal to exploring the critical capabilities of our air force. Uh, our air force needs to protect our nation and our allies well into the future. The aircraft serves as a foundation for the Boeing Air Power Teaming System, or ATS, which is being developed for the global defence market. ATS uses artificial intelligence as a force multiplier to complement and extend airborne missions flown by traditional combat aircraft. Do you remember we covered the story here about a month ago? I've referred to it before. The literal, the literal planes that were used in the Gulf War to, to, you can say spy, we prefer to refer to it as a survey, we, re, we prefer to refer to it as a security method. Spy is such a, a devilish word. We call it a law enforcement tool. The literal, the same company and the same planes that were flying over villages in Iraq during the Gulf War looking for would-be terrorists are now circling over the heads of people in Baltimore 24 hours a day. Like, it's not even a fucking theory. We played the clips on this show of the guy who runs the company bragging about it, how he got this contract, a law enforcement tool, to have literal Iraq War spy planes flying over the head of American citizens in one of its biggest cities in fucking Baltimore. And the black pill is not saying that, oh, we're fucked. The black pill is when you get the, the, the poll from the people who were asked, do you want this? And 70% of them said, yes, we want spy planes flying over our heads 24 hours a day. It'll keep us safe. That's the black bill. When you realise that you are in a teeny tiny little minority of people. And for the most part, everybody... like Again, if you've got these dreams that one day the world will wake up to what's happening and everybody's going to agree with you, fucking guess again. Because right now you are outnumbered three to one. Thank Thank you for for coming. coming. I'll I'll see you in hell. hell. You are outnumbered three to one by the clamouring enfeebled masses who are begging to be locked in a prison of their own making. They're begging for their rights to be taken away. They're begging for privacy to be done away with. They can't wait for the surveillance state because it'll make them feel safe. 70% of people, please give us the fucking spy planes over our heads. So let's see what this little puppy can do, shall we? Ladies and gentlemen, the Freedom Jet, the happy Patriot Freedom Jet, Loyal Wingman. This is our first look at Boeing's
5: newest unmanned military aircraft. Say hello to the Loyal Wingman.
1: Come on, give us the action music. Yeah, look at this thing.
5: Guys, I've been waiting to see what this thing would actually look like <laughs> for over a year.
1: <laughs> yeah. People have been watching this show long enough, this is CNET, by the way. People who have been watch- watching this show long enough know exactly what this is t- what's taking place here. Nothing in this image here is an accident. Nothing. How do you sell this shit to people? How do you make it how do you make it something they want? Well, let's get the trendy guy with the manicured beard. He's got the acoustic guitar behind him. It looks like he's got like a VR headset and a cool TV. Look at his books. He's got pot, he got flower pots. He's just a regular cool fucking guy, man. VHS Co, oh, he's a bit retro. You know what I mean? There is no accident here. Whenever you see the fucking pricks come out and do the TED talks where they're talking about, well, this is the latest and greatest in surveillance technology. They don't come out wearing suits and military outfits. They come out wearing t-shirts like this and have like a funky beret on and wearing different coloured socks. For a reason. This is all framing. Hey, he's just a cool, just a cool guitar playing guy. He's relatable. He's so relatable. He's one of us. You might remember I told you about it back in March of 2019.
5: When I say that's a loyal wingman, you might think I'm talking about that bro who...
1: I think he's, God, what's the name of that guy that I used to watch? Oh, he's retarded Daniel Tosh. <laughs> he's Daniel Tosh's nerdy brother who's not funny.
5: Helped another bro get that girl's number at the bar.
1: Back then,
5: all we had to look at were
1: rendering. Ah, <laughs> dub Choir in the chat. Boogie, let it play so I could be programmed, please.
5: But what you're seeing now is the first prototype of what Boeing hopes will be the future of air combat. Mm-hmm. This was delivered to the Royal Australian Air Force last week. Yay. Two more on the way. The delivery of this loyal prototype wingman. is significant for a number of reasons. It's actually the first aircraft to be completely designed and built in Australia in more than half a century.
8: Woo! The Loyal Wingman will be pivotal to exploring the critical capabilities
5: our Air Force needs to protect our nation and its allies into the future. The drone is built to rely heavily on artificial intelligence, but yeah. since it's designed to accompany pilots on missions, it's been nicknamed the Loyal Wingman though it can operate independently for solo missions. How it was built is almost as interesting as the drone itself. It was built alongside what Boeing calls a digital twin.
1: I love this. Because people, when you bring up the drone thing, people say, well, I'll just shoot it down. (laughs) Unless you have surface-to-air missiles in your backyard, you're not going to be shooting this fucking thing down. (laughs) It flies above the clouds. A shotgun is not going to get the job done, ladies and gentlemen. resin-infused
5: single piece the company's ever produced. The wings are made up of just two big composite pieces, built using a process pioneered on the Boeing 787, more commonly known as a Dreamliner. Measuring in at 38 feet long, the drone has a range of about 2,300 miles, with what Boeing calls, quote, fighter-like performance. (laughs) Also really interesting is the drone is customizable at least the nose
1: nice. You can have mods. <laughs> kind of like a modular
5: phone, the loyal wingman's nose can be swapped out depending on the needs of the mission. Yeah. It's described as snap on, snap off with 9,000 cubic inches of space that could be filled with whatever payloads are needed. So think different tracking systems, radars, weapons, yeah. whatever the mission calls for. Now it's not clear what the Loyal Wingman costs to build, but the Drive reports that the goal is to keep these around the same price point as a similar drone being developed for the US Air Force called the Valkyrie.
1: The Valkyrie.
5: <laughs> it costs around two million dollars. Uh, and the Loyal Wingman is still in the early phases. The drone hasn't taken its first flight yet.
1: Voice of Reason with the time, it says, why are you interfering with this programming, Boogie? What is your, your, your troublemaker? Why are you got to be such a troublemaker?
5: Boeing Australia says they'll start with ground and taxi tests, then move on to putting this bird in the sky for its maiden flight later this year. I, for one, am really looking forward to seeing what that looks like. And the implications here go far beyond just
1: military. I mean. I'm so excited.
0: <laughs> I can't wait to see.
1: Now, the, the, here comes the rub. So we're down to the last, so we've seen all the cool stuff, right? Oh, look how it's built. It's so cool. It flies so fast. It does all this wonderful stuff. We get to the last 30 seconds of the report and the guy says, I'm excited to see what other things, what other implications can be drawn from this instead of just military. Oh, I'm giddy. Tell me more.
5: And the implications here go far beyond just military aviation. I mean, if you think about it, so much of the technology that you and I use every day has its roots traced back to military innovations. So how do you see this technology transitioning to commercial aviation, particularly at this time during the pandemic, when that industry could really use as much innovation as possible?
1: Let's take the pilots out of the planes. (laughs) commercial air flights because you know the pandemic right gotta keep people safe wouldn't you feel safer if you were riding on a an AI flighted fucking drone wow the loyal wingman ladies and gentlemen the latest iteration of keeping you safe I can't wait with that ladies and gents that brings us to the end of tonight's program thank you so much for joining us on this Wednesday night edition of the Daily Boogie Podcast. It's an absolute pleasure to be with you once again. Thank you to everybody who contributed on DLive. A big round of applause for our winner of the butt plug, Amber Lena. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, the one of a kind, genuine, mean-in-America, authentic Daily Boogie Butt Plug is making its way to your prison pocket as we speak. We'll get you in touch with Evelyn. We'll get all the details sorted out. Uh, Please follow our friends. Uh, Nightwave Radio, no Nightwave tonight I don't think, maybe it was a, I don't know, maybe maybe it is, maybe it isn't, but follow Mersh anyway, dlive.tv slash Nightwave Radio, Uh, then tomorrow morning, Royce Lopez at 10 JJ Stoner at midday follow JJ, uh, Revenge of the Sister 4, and I'm out, I won't be back at 6pm tomorrow don't forget, Mr America, the beard of truth UK Neil, ladies and gentlemen, Winning TV Why Censored, Coffee Talk with Sandra Joy of Pessy, ladies and gentlemen Major Tom, Major Tom filling in for Joy of Pessy this Friday night and Saturday night, Joy of Pessy taking a much-needed break. Don't forget to follow, of course, Sunday Night Shit Show and everybody else. And if you don't like the fact that I share these shows out, that's fine. Go shit in your hat. I'm going to do it anyway (laughs) because I like them. I like them, and that's all you need to know. So uh, with that, I don't know if I'll do a Friday Night Show. Probably not. Probably not. So in that... In that uh, respect. I'll be back Monday night. We'll do it all over again, 6pm Monday night. Thank you to everyone. If you'd like to become a full-time supporter of the show, then please, by all means, patreon.com slash bumper. Become a subscriber by hitting that subscribe button on your preferred podcast player. And of course, if you'd like to tell me about your prison pocket, then you can do so by following me on Twitter, at Boogie Bumper. I'm opening the chest right now. Until next time, guys, stay calm, stay rational, God bless, and we'll see you soon. Thank you for the diamond our duck choir. See you later.
2: Bye.